King Saul had been greatly blessed by God and had everything. But he ruined his life, and he did it because of envy. In this, the 57th edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to be discussing some examples of envy and their consequences. In 1 Samuel chapter 17, we read of the great victory David had over the giant Philistine Goliath, a victory which made all of Israel grateful, including Saul and his son Jonathan. After that victory, the latter part of the 17th chapter records a conversation David had with Saul. We're told in chapter 18, beginning in verse 1, that when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him that day and would not let him go home to his father's house anymore. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt. So David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servant. Well, that friendship of Saul and David was not destined to last. It was destroyed by one of the most insidious weapons that Satan has in his arsenal, the sin of envy. David performed in battle so well that the people began to talk of his prowess. The women of Israel sang, as recorded in 1 Samuel 18, 7, that Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. You might notice in verses 8 and 9 of that text Saul's response to all of this. Then Saul was very angry, and the saying displeased him, and he said, They have ascribed to David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed but thousands. Now what more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul eyed David from that day forward. So many emotions resulted from the envy of Saul. Anger, jealousy, paranoia, all led to murderous intent. On a number of occasions, Saul even tried to have David killed. He threw a spear at him while David was playing music. That's recorded in chapter 18 and verse 11. In verse 25, we are told of his duplicitous plotting to bring about the demise of David at the hands of the Philistines. You might note that after the Lord delivered David, you can read in verse 29 that Saul was still more afraid of David, and Saul became David's enemy continually. In chapter 19 and verse 1, we are told that he instructed Jonathan and his servants to kill David. He threw another spear at him, verse 10. And then in 1 Samuel chapter 31, we are told of David's flight away from Saul and the fact that Saul pursued him even till his own death at Mount Gilboa. You see, the Lord was not with Israel during that battle against the Philistines at Mount Gilboa. And Saul and his three sons were killed, including Jonathan. And the Philistines overran the cities of the Israelites. It can be said that the envy of Saul ruined the entirety of his life. His realization that David was the anointed future king disturbed Saul so much that he became obsessed with his attempt to have David killed. This is a striking example of the terrible power envy can have. It's the first step in a progression of sins which can end in such tangibly damaging sins as slander, gossip, violence, and even murder. There are many other examples of envy that are found in the scriptures. For example, in Matthew chapter 27 and verse 18, concerning the capture of Jesus, we are told that Jesus knew that they handed him over because of envy. 
The Jews expelled Paul and Barnabas from Antioch of Pisidia in Acts chapter 13. We are told in verse 45, When the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. And contradicting and blaspheming, they opposed the things spoken by Paul. In verse 50 of the text, we're told they stirred up the devout and prominent women and the chief men of the city and raised up persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their region. Another example is the Corinthian church in the first century. First Corinthians chapter 3, the apostle Paul wrote to them, called them carnal. He said, I could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. In verse 3, he said, For you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? For when one says, I am of Paul, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Some preached Christ, even. Can you imagine that from envy? Supposing to add affliction to Paul's change? Remember his statement in Philippians 1.15? Some indeed preach Christ even from envy and strife, and some also from goodwill. And the former, those who preach it enviously, he says, they preach from selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing to add affliction to my chain. At one time or another, we are all guilty of envy. But brethren, that should not now be. We ought all to examine ourselves and purge envy from us. It's not proper for children of God. I'll leave you with a text from Titus, the third chapter, beginning in verse 3, where the Apostle Paul wrote, For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But when the kindness and the love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, through the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation, or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.